This is episode 71. You get what you're looking for. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. Hi, welcome back to Perspective Detective. Okay, so I have a question for you. Have you ever known someone who, no matter where they go, or no matter who they're with, they will always have a negative review? (laughs) They'll always find that people are so dumb, or so frustrating, rude, or selfish, or annoying. And then also, have you ever known someone that's the opposite? That no matter where they go, they always seem to have the best luck. No matter what job they're in, no matter what club they join, no matter where they travel or where they live, they will always come back with the best review of having met the most wonderful people who were so helpful and friendly and just they always have the best experiences. Today I actually want to start by sharing a story with you that I heard from a storyteller and writer named Paul Smith. He says, once there was a wise elderly man who spent his days just outside his village, sitting under a shady tree where he would think. One day a traveler came up to him and said, old man, I have traveled far. I have seen many things and met many people. Can you tell me if I go into this village, what kind of people I will meet there? The wise man replied, yes, I'd be happy to tell you. But first, tell me what kind of people you've met in your travels so far. Then the traveler responded, oh, you wouldn't believe it. I have met the most awful people. People who are selfish and unkind to strangers. People who don't care for themselves or one another. I've met foolish young people. I could learn nothing from old people whose lack of hope depresses everyone they met. As the traveler spoke, a look of sadness grew on the wise man's eyes as he nodded in a knowing way, yes. He said, I believe I know exactly the kind of people you speak of. And I'm sorry to tell you, but if you go into my village, I'm afraid that's exactly the kind of people that you'll meet. I knew it. The traveler scoffed. It's always the same. He kicked the dirt under his feet and stormed off down the road without ever bothering to stop in the village. A few hours later, another traveler came upon the wise man. Kind sir, he said, I have traveled far, I have seen many things, and met many people. Can you tell me, if I go into this village, what kind of people will I meet there? The wise man replied, Yes, I'd be happy to tell you. But first, tell me what kind of people you've met in your travels so far. And the traveler responded, Oh, you wouldn't believe it. I have met the most amazing people. People who were kind and generous to strangers. People who care for one another, like family. I've met young people with wisdom beyond their years. I've met older people with a youthful passion for life that brings joy to everyone they meet. And I've learned much from all of them. As the traveler spoke, the wise man smiled brightly as he nodded in a knowing way. Yes, he said, I believe I know exactly the kind of people you speak of. And I'm happy to tell you that if you go into my village, I'm certain that's exactly the kind of people you'll meet. Come then, said the traveler, introduce me to them. 
Okay, so truthfully, there isn't one man who was lucky and always met wonderful people everywhere he went, while another was unlucky and always fell among bad seeds. But rather, both of them found exactly what they were looking for. Or perhaps both travelers found the kind of person that they feel like they are themselves inside. The way that we think and the way that we perceive the world around us will determine our results and who we become, even if that means becoming someone who is supposedly lucky or unlucky. The things we think and how we talk about our circumstances and what we choose to focus on will determine our feelings, our emotions. The man who thinks that he has only met selfish, unkind, foolish idiots will probably feel guarded. He'll probably feel suspicious, grumpy, or defensive. His energy will be repelling. Byron Katie says defense is the first act of war. If this man starts his journey feeling defensive, he may overreact to an otherwise neutral situation and be the catalyst of unkindness. Our brains also also want to find evidence for what we are thinking or for what we already think is true or believe. So if he thinks that people are generally foolish, his brain will scan for people making mistakes. It will scan for foolishness. And through all of these actions, feelings, and thoughts, the traveler becomes selfish, unkind, and foolish. Now, on the other hand, the second traveler who had decided that the people that he has met are amazing and kind and generous, he will feel excited and open and kind and generous. And his energy is inviting. From those feelings and energy, he'll be genuinely interested in talking to others. He'll likely emit um, maybe a charisma that will draw good people toward him to offer him help and insight. The traveler will become kind, generous, and joyful. It's not luck. It's decisions in how we perceive our circumstances. It's what we see and what we say. This is the law of creation. If you think something is too hard, then you're going to feel resistance. Really, this is your brain's way of trying to protect you from pain. So it will be hard. You may even feel like a block from creativity. I know I have felt this many, many times. But on the other hand, if you decide that the same thing, though difficult, is figureoutable, then your brain is going to work on trying to help you figure it out. You'll always find ways to make it easier. And you'll find that the baby steps are actually moving you forward. I promise this works. So recently we had to get a new dishwasher. And when they delivered the dishwasher, they discovered that they could not install it because the hoses that the Home Depot people brought that they are required to use for the install were not long enough. And longer hoses were not an option, like they don't carry them or they just don't use them for their installs. I don't really know. I didn't do too much research. (laughs) Um, And we needed the dishwasher to be installed. Then also per their policy, we needed the dishwasher to be installed the same day of delivery because the store only has a 48 hour window for you to test it out and make sure that everything works properly. So my initial thought was, this is ridiculous. This is so frustrating that we can't have our dishwasher installed by the installers and we have such a short window of time to try to find an actual plumber to come and install the dishwasher and make sure that we have all the correct hardware and make sure that it all works all within 48 hours. And this was two days before Thanksgiving. (laughs) 
<laughs> so with me thinking, this is ridiculous, that did nothing but raise my blood pressure and make me feel frustrated and stuck and kind of hopeless. Um, I recognized this and I knew I needed to change my thought. So I changed it to one of my go-to thoughts of somehow this could work out even better than expected. So we asked the delivery guy, what are our options? We discovered that we could actually refuse delivery and set a new delivery time after we had secured a schedule with a plumber that could install on the same day as delivery. So this is what we ended up doing. And it did actually work out better than we expected. We ended up getting reimbursed for what we paid to have it installed. We did find a plumber who was able to come the same day as the day that we scheduled delivery. And he did an excellent job. Um, he also hauled away our old dishwasher, which we would have paid for if we had gone through Home Depot. We ended up saving money. And we also found a plumber that we really like and we gave him a Christmas gift and we made a new friend and it just worked out perfectly. All of this because I rejected the first thought of this is ridiculous and changed it to this could work better than expected. So my brain had started going to work on being more open, more hopeful and find better possibilities. So what is it that you're stuck on? And what do you want? You might just be one thought away from changing everything. Okay, that's all I have for you today, my friends. Be watchful and stay curious. Hey friends, just one last thing. I know listening to a podcast is a really great way to consume helpful knowledge and tips on your own time. But if you want to personally apply the things that you're learning on the podcast, but you don't, have a big chunk of time to schedule a coaching call, then you might enjoy Marco Polo coaching. I'm offering exclusive Marco Polo coaching for you who is ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast and get personalized coaching to move forward with having more joy and freedom and really create the progress and results that you want to see in your life. So just click the link in the show notes to find the details and we'll get working on co-creating something amazing without having to schedule a big chunk of time.